All right, folks, for the download button of Survivalist Podcast. And as always, folks, you can find us on our website, survivalistpodcast.org. All right, find us on our iTunes as well as on Android and all other places where podcasts are available. You can find us on Twitter at our Twitter page, Survivalist Pod. And our Facebook page, facebook.com slash survivalistpodcast. So, folks, uh, one thing I want to go over, we're going to go talk about today, we're going to talk about emergency situations and emergency, handling emergency situations today on the show. Uh, first of all, folks, one thing you are going to notice is that the sound quality is probably a little bit better. Um, I'm recording this on my my unit here, my, my laptop and my microphone, my mixing board and all that. So uh, you're going to notice the sound quality is a little bit different. But, uh, oh, by the way, folks, I forgot to mention our website, survivalistpodcast.org. So I want to talk about emergency situations. I want to talk about handling emergency situations. Very, very important uh, with everything going on, all the things you're hearing. Obviously, we've all watched the news. We all see what's going on. It's very important uh, that we all know about uh, what to do in an emergency situation regardless of what those emergency situations is. There's a lot of things you can spend hours and hours talking about how to handle an emergency situation, but it's very important, folks, to go over the emergency situation. Uh, one thing I do want to point out, folks, in a crisis or an emergency situation, I got a shooter or something like that happens. Uh, I do want to point out, folks, very important. I see a lot of people emergency where what they would do and stuff like that. Um, you have to remember, folks, in in a crisis or an emergency situation. Uh, it's very hard to say what you're going to do. Everybody reacts differently. Uh, the situation, everything, the adrenaline's pumping. You're getting nervous. You're scared of it. So it's very hard to say what you're going to and going to do or what you're not going to do. Uh, so it is very important, folks. You realize that. You know, I know a lot of people say, "Oh, I would never do that. Or I would never." Do that. But <laughs> you don't know, folks. It's a very, very tough touch. You know, situation when when you're when you're there and things are going on. Uh, you know, it, it's tough. It, you don't know how you're going to react. I mean, yes, you do your best to try to react, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's tough because you don't know exactly what, you know, how you're going to react or, or what's going to happen. So it, it's a tough thing. Uh, the, the number one thing I should say in any emergency situation, always, always try to remain calm and collected. Try not to panic. That's the worst thing you could do in a crisis situation is panic. Always, you know, try your best. You try to stay calm. Try to keep, you know... Pay attention to what's going on. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Very, very important. I see a lot of people all the time. I've been in uh, emergency situations before. I'm not not shooting or anything like that, but I've been in crisis situations before. And, and the first thing you do, people just they just panic, and that's the worst thing you do. The number one thing you could do: try to stay calm, stay collected. Uh, first of all, it's going to make the people around you a lot calmer, and it's going to, as well to give you a better handle on the situation. Uh, prime example: I was involved in a situation one time where you had a couple had somebody. They knew their child had gone missing, and uh, I was there uh, helping out with the search, and uh, the mother was getting really, really bent out of shape, and, and, and rightfully so, I do understand, you know, but she was getting really pumped, really upset, really nervous, and in return, her kids were getting nervous, everybody around her, getting nervous, her family was getting nervous, and that's one of the worst things you can do, because when you elevate yourself, you being the person that's, I don't want to say in control, but at the center focus of the situation, uh, you being like that is going to adversely affect uh, everybody around you, which causes a very bad situation. So uh, always do your best, folks. Try to remain calm and collected. Very important. 
uh, in any type of a crisis or emergency situation. Uh, another thing, too, I do want to point out, folks, in an emergency situation, uh, the first thing you should always try to do is get communication, a line of communication open in an emergency situation. Always do that. Uh, what I mean by that, uh, you know, try to get try to get some kind of communication out there. Uh, you know, if it's something where you're going to need uh, medical assistance or fire, it was always first thing you do before you do anything is call 911. Uh, first thing you always do. Uh, very, very important. Uh, I was in a situation one time where I had somebody that was choking. And uh, the first thing somebody started doing was was trying to, uh, you know, they gave him the Heimlich or something like that, and um, you know, and after that, you know, they you know they didn't call nine one one. The person should be seen for medical attention. Um, but now, in the case of me choking, you are going to want to give them the Heimlich maneuver first, obviously. Try to see if the police, you know, medical or police get there. Obviously, they're going to be gone. But um, the situation, like where somebody has a heart attack and they fall to the ground, people first thing to do is start giving them CPR. And they keep doing CPR. Well, if you, well, you know, first thing you do, call 911 or have somebody call 911. That'd be the best thing. And then you can administer CPR uh, while the police and ambulance are on their way. Very, very important. I notice that a lot. I see a lot of people right away, they start jumping down to CPR and all of a sudden, um, did you call 911? No. So all that time that you've been doing CPR, uh, you know, fire, and a- fire or ambulance could have been on their way to help, uh, you know, Especially ambulance or police, something that you know, very, very important. So always, first thing you show is you try to establish a line of communication. Another thing, too, folks, if you're ever in a situation where you're going to need to communicate, um, especially in, in the if you're in a in the woods or a coffee bed, uh, any situation where you're in a hostage situation, the first thing you're going to want to do is try to get a line of communication open with the police so they can tell you what's going on and and try to get uh, try to get them the information that they need so that they can help you out. So the first thing you're always supposed to do is you know sit back, fortify your defenses, and get a line of communication open. Very very important. Uh, those definitely that's something you're going to want to do. Like I said, uh, another thing too, folks. Uh, one of the things you are going to want to do, uh, if you are in a situation where you're in a crisis, uh, always try to either evacuate the building where the situation's happening. Uh, very important there. Uh, also, too, one of the things you do not want to do, and I, I've heard a lot of people do this, say this, and, and they've done this. Uh, one thing you definitely, definitely don't want to do is you don't want to put yourself in a in a in a room or in an area uh, without an exit. Always try to give yourself a situation. Uh, where you have two exits, um, the exit you came in on and an exit to enter or exit out of. Uh, very, very important. I know a lot of people sometimes at a crisis or a panic situation, uh, the first thing they want to do is put is hide in the bathroom. Uh, very, very, very important. The one thing you, you never want to do in a crisis situation, you want to go ahead and you want to put yourself uh, in a place where you can uh, have an exit uh, in a bathroom, especially there's there's no exit, there's no other exit and the windows are very tiny so you can't get out of them. Uh, so always put yourself in a situation in a room where you have two exits. Uh, obviously, if you're trying to evacuate a building, uh, obviously the first important, the most thing is do not jump, do not go in the elevator. Again, first of all, if you lose power, uh, you'll be trapped there. And the other thing as well too, uh, there is no exit in an elevator as well. So that's another thing. So always make sure to take, take the stairs in that situation. Always, always, always take the stairs. And like I said, try to make sure uh, you get out of the building. And if it is a situation where you see a fire, uh, always, by the way, first, before you do anything as you're leaving, you can always find your alarms. Always pull the alarm, uh, hit the fire alarm. Uh, very important so that anybody else in the building can evacuate, obviously, safely. And always make sure, folks, like I said, too, that you uh, you can only find the alarms beauty by exits so always pull the alarm and uh, exit the building immediately yourself by the way don't go back and see if anybody else did always get out right away 
Uh, very, very, very important there. And like I said, when you echo the alarm, obviously as well, that will also get the uh, the fire department and police and all that and everybody, emergency personnel that you need uh, there immediately. That's why it's so important to pull that alarm. That's what it's there for. Another thing, folks, I do want to point out, uh, as far as like fires and stuff like that go, uh, one thing you should always have is a crisis plan with your family, uh, your husband, your your husband, your your wife, uh, your children. You should always have a, uh, a crisis plan. Uh, what that what a crisis plan is is that everybody knows where they're going to go uh, in the case of an emergency. Uh, so in other words, if you can tell your kids, well, hey, if there's an emer- if the you know there's a house on fire, you get out. Don't wait for Daddy and I. You know, go right to you know. You know this. You know, go right to the mailbox and stay there uh, until you follow. And I don't. You know, always make sure you have a plan of where you're going to go, where everybody's going to meet up, so everybody can meet up and everybody can see who's missing and all that. Uh, you know, very very important. A lot of people don't have that. Uh, always make sure there's a point of gathering where everybody's going to gather, so everybody can you know, uh, you know, assemble and say who's missing, what we're going to do, who do we need, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, very important. A lot of people don't have that. Always make sure you have an emergency plan in place with your family so that you can know who you're missing and, you know, uh, what you're going to do to get the group, group it all, you know, get everybody regrouped together. Um, uh, you know, uh, the other thing, too, you, what you want to do is, like I said, you want to keep um, one thing I would recommend to folks as far as an uh, emergency situation. Uh, if you get the one thing, if you do call 911, uh, and you don't know where you are, uh, you may want to, you know, stay on the flying with the dispatcher. Don't hang up right away, uh, especially in like earthquakes or that if you get trapped uh, and you don't know where you are. Go ahead and stay on the line with the dispatcher because then the dispatcher can take care of trying to find you and stuff like that. So that's also, uh, you know, very important. Make sure you don't hang up to the dispatcher. Obviously, it hangs up on you. And also, too, folks, uh, one thing I do want to point out, um, always, 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 always make sure you give the address to the dispatcher because it will save them a ton of time uh, if they're trying to find you. Uh, very, very important there. Again, always know, like I said, always know your evacuation routes. Know, know you know, the first way out of your house, last way out of your house, know your first way out of the place of work, another alternative way to get out of the place you work. Very important there as well. A lot of people don't know an alternative way. Uh, that's very bad. Always know, you know, alternative way to get out of your office. Always know where the back entrance is. Always know uh, places where you work, by the way, folks, should have fire drills at least yearly so that everybody knows new employees and all that kind of stuff know where things are. I know a lot of companies don't have that time to do that or they don't have, they have them, but it's very important if, you, if you're a new hire or if somebody you know is a, is a new hire to a company, make sure that they know where the emergency exits are and all that. It's uh, very, very important. Always make sure of that because that could be, um, you never know these things are going to happen. So you can't say, well, if this happens, fine follow me because you don't know if you're going to be that day you might be off or something so uh or take the time maybe on a lunch break let's say hey let's go out to the exit way so i can show you uh, always take the time you know to know you know where everything is like i said they're always important um like i said you know no, you know what also two folks uh social media obviously a big thing nowadays uh one thing i do want to point out if you are in a crisis situation and you have gotten out and you have alerted the authorities and all that. Uh, if it's in a public place where something's going on, like oh, if it's a shooting or something like that, uh, one thing you may want to do uh, is post it on social media or something like that and say, hey, um, you know, notify people, hey, don't go to this place. You know, uh, you know, there's a shooting going on or something like that. Not saying it's the most important thing to do, uh, but if you are safe and you know you're safe and nothing's going to happen to you, uh, might as well save another life while you're at it. That's one of the things that uh, did a lot of good at that one club. Um, you know, down in Florida, as people posted on a lot of people stayed away from the club. So that's very, very important. So uh, always make sure you do, you can do that if you want, not necessarily have to, but 
Um, if you know you're safe and you have access to uh, communication, definitely go ahead and do that as well. Um, another thing too, folks, like I said, make sure that you always, 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 by the way, uh, if you were injured or something like that, always make sure you dress your, you know, always make sure you're taking care of yourself first uh, and then taking care of somebody else is very important. Uh, if you're hit or something like that, always make sure if it's your shot or your hit or something like that, uh, always make sure you're taking yourself or you're taking care of somebody else. Very, very important because if you get hurt, obviously the person next to you, can't, you can't help them if you're out. So a uh, very important uh, make sure you always take care of yourself first and then take care of somebody else. Uh, a couple of other things, folks, too, as far as uh, what to, you know, emergency responses. Uh, I do want to point out, folks, uh, some of the things that I've, I have learned over the years. Um, a lot of things people do wrong, and there was uh, an article I the other day that was kind of interesting, uh, talking about uh, what to do, how people handle situations wrong. Um, a couple of interesting things to just to... Just to point out uh, information, say for some reason you spill a cup of hot coffee on yourself, just for example, uh, people usually, the first response will be to put ice on it. Uh, first of all, the first thing you should do if you ever spilled any coffee on yourself and your clothing, uh, the first thing you should do is take that clothing off, dispose, discard it, uh, and then run cold water over the burn. Uh, so those are some things you can do, by the way, as well. Um, ice or, or even, you know, ice is, is usually cause more damage sometimes to the skin than anything else. So that's very important. I don't think I, I think so these are things, these are the most common, these are the 12 most common things that people do wrong in these situations. Um, by the way, if you see with some things too, they say, uh, people that see tornadoes approaching, uh, their first response usually is to take shelter under, uh, an overpass. Uh, that's actually very wrong. If uh, traffic is light and you can see the tornado in a distance, uh, try to drive out of its path or, you know, drive the other way or something like that. Don't ever go underneath another pass, uh, you know, because it's, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's dangerous. You don't want to be underneath something like that, especially if it starts collapsing. Uh, some of these two folks that people do wrong, uh, if you lose, by the way, this is kind of interesting one too, right? if, if you lose your child in a store, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people just go searching for, you know, searching for it by yourself. Uh, they actually say the one thing you do is call out to your child. Uh, or have them page them or a loudspeaker. A lot of people are embarrassed to do that, but that's actually the safest way to do it because I don't know if you know this now, but if you lose your child uh, in a Walmart they will, and you tell, go up to the thing and say, hey, I lost my kid, uh, they will actually go ahead and page it and lock the store down until the kid is found uh, so nobody can leave with them. Very, very uh, important. Uh, this was another thing when I read. Uh, if you're confronted by, uh, by a bear in the woods, uh, a lot of people's first response is to play dead. Uh, actually, those of you who don't know about the folks, most bears are, most bears are, you know, um, you know, afraid of you to begin with, and they'll run the other way. Um, so the best thing to do is to just stand still and just, or, or you just keep walking, or you know, you know, stand there with your arms up. Or something. Don't, don't, whatever you do, don't, uh, don't lay there and play dead. That's the worst thing you can do. Something else, folks, too, you should know. Um, if you ever find somebody that may be in some, you know, love one, a kid or uh, an older folks that's losing, that, you know, all together, if you ever find them with any type of medication, you should always call poison control. First thing you should do, uh, if hit your head or fall on the ground, uh, the first, the first thing, people's first response is to take them to the hospital. Actually, if somebody you think has a head or neck injury, you should leave them where they are. Don't move them and uh, call 911. That's another thing you should know. Very important. Never try to move somebody that you think a head or neck injury without a backboard. Very bad. Uh, if you get stung by a jelly jellyfish, uh, most people's the first response is to rub alcohol on the wound. 
Uh, actually, the first thing you should actually do is rinse it with seawater. They say it's the best thing you can do, and obviously get to an emergency room right away. Uh, obviously, you're bit by a snake. Um, you know, the first thing you want to do is put a is uh, put a tourniquet on it and release it every couple minutes. Uh, by the way, and call an ambulance right away. Um, one thing years ago, if you watched any of the old like shows like House of the Prairie, they always cut it and suck the uh, suck the uh, poison out. That's actually the worst thing you could do, actually, because you're actually putting the poison deeper into the bloodstream. So that's actually very, very bad to do, and you should never, ever do that. Um, one thing, too, folks, you have somebody that gets poked in the eye. Uh, one thing you should do, people's first reaction is open up the eye and look at it. It's the worst. Somebody gets hit in the eye, leave the eye closed, uh, tape it up, and take them right to the emergency room. Never try to open the eye. That can be very, very bad for them. Uh, always make sure the eye is closed. So some other things, folks, as well in an emergency situation. Um, one of the things, like I said, always, one thing you always want to do is want to assess the emergency, uh, see what kind of emergency it is. Um, you know, you don't want to panic right away. And you want to know, too, you know, in case, like, in words, if you're in a, if, you know, if you're in a motor, you know, a motor vehicle accident, um, you know, the car's on fire, you know, yeah, like everybody says, oh, you're first, you should always call 911 first. In that situation, you're probably going to want to get the guy out of the car. And if the car's on fire and all that kind of stuff, you're probably going to pull him out first because, you know, with him called 911, a car could explode. Uh, in that situation, I advise you to be very, very cautious because I bet you can lose your life as well with some of that. But uh, in situations like that, you're going to have to assess the situation and know what you should do first. Obviously, they always say call 911 first. Uh, but in certain situations, uh, you know, also two folks, they say all the time, well, you know, you should never move somebody with a head or neck injury. And I do agree with that. But if, if something's going to happen, cars going over a cliff or something like that, I'm sure we can make an exception for that. And by the way, folks, there are uh, laws, by the way, if you do help somebody and, you know, you hurt them by helping them, um, you know, it was a life or death situation. There are ways to protect you because I know everybody's too happy, but there are laws against that. Um, good Samaritan laws against that. So, um, you know, sometimes I know a lot of people are like hesitant because everybody's too happy, but um, there are good Samaritan laws to protect you. So, um, you know, sometimes you just, unfortunately, you know, human life is precious and you got to do what you got to do to save it. Um, by the way, folks, uh, medical emergencies, um, depending on the situation, if you have something with a massive heart attack, um, obviously your first response would be to call 911, then get the defibrillator, something like that. Very, very important to tell, you know. Um, must be CPR. So we have somebody who has mild chest pain, and the thing they may be having a heart attack. Obviously, you know, all they one right away. You don't want to hit them with the defibrillator like that. You know, you don't want to be a hero. If they're they're okay, they're conscious, they're just having chest pain. You may want to ask the person if they have nitro or anything like that. Uh, if not, maybe aspirin or something like that that help them out a lot. Um, you don't necessarily have to start compressions and stuff like that. You know, you have to kind of assess the situation. Um, you know, obviously, people that have. Um, you know, people that have, uh, you know, mental, you know, mental illness, stuff like that. Um, you know, if you know they're going to hurt themselves, like that, obviously call the police right away and they can, you know, deal with calling them or getting to them and stuff like that. You know, obviously very important there. Uh, you know, there's always, there's always, you know, there's always, think, you know, there's always situations where, you know, things are going to happen. So that, but, you know, you can try, you know, I know some people, you know, they, they, you know, if you break up with your girlfriend, you probably yell at you and say, oh, I'm going to kill myself. Um, you know, the best you can do in a situation like that, if you think she's really, really serious, is call the police and tell them, and they can go ahead and contact her and make sure she's okay and get her maybe some mental attention if she needs it. Um, but, you know, uh, those type of situations are few are, are, are fewer, fewer dream. 90% of the time people say that they're not going to, but um, if you're really concerned, you can call the police and they can get them the attention they need. 
Uh, again, you know, uh, one of the things you can do, folks, uh, the you know, the crisis situation, always be alert to what's going on around you. Obviously, uh, find an emergency situation. You know, uh, you know, may get you a safe location. You know, find you know, find shelter. You know, do whatever you have to do to keep yourself safe. Remember, your number one priority is protecting yourself, and then is to help yourself, and then you can help others. Um, you know, be attentive to warning signs. Um, you know, folks, that's one of the things, too, I, I see a lot of is people aren't prepared and they're not watching. Um, you know, folks, if you see outside thunder or lightning, maybe you might want to go on your phone and see if there's going to be, you know, a tornado or something like that. Um, you may want to have the Weather Channel app on your phone or some kind of weather app on your phone to alert you to tornadoes, especially if you live in an area like Nebraska or something like that where you're, you're prone to a lot of tornadoes. Uh, if you live in a place that's prone to a lot of hurricanes, a lot of floods, uh, you may want to put an app on your phone that will alert you so you have, you know, ample time to get the alert and to go ahead and get to those safe places. So uh, very important, too, to, to, to have a way to alert you. I know... You know, years ago, people just leave the TV on and they see the alert, you know, the you know, national broadcast system. Uh, but this day, we all have cell phones. We all have a way of getting information to us quicker uh, than years ago. So, uh, you know, it would be helpful to have an app on your phone that alerts you to when something like this is going to happen so that you can go ahead and get, you know, where you have to go and get emergency response and all that, uh, you know, and, and get safe. So uh, very important. If you have it, if you don't have it, get the app on your phone. Um, there's, they are, you know, there's tons of different, uh, apps out there. There's tons of different text messaging services that alert you for weather, news alerts, uh, for emerged crisis situations, all that kind of stuff. Uh, all that stuff, very, very important. And most of the services are free. So, uh, by the way, folks, uh, you know, one of the main things to do, like I said, is, you know, if, if you know, you know, Make sure you're leaving a hazardous area. You know, if you know you're leaving a hazardous area, make sure you alert other people, obviously, around you. Um, know, by the way, folks, that things can suddenly turn, can turn, you know, quickly. Um, you know, you know, you could be having a day where you're just walking to the park and all of a sudden somebody could pull a gun and start shooting. Know that, you know, situations can come up at the blink of an eye. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it'll never happen to me. Uh, you know, it can happen to anybody, and it can happen at, at the place you don't expect it. Uh, obviously, uh, first aid training obviously is very handy. Uh, if you do know first aid, obviously you'd be very, very, very valuable in a crisis situation. Uh, first aid is usually available. Is uh, first aid training is usually always made available free uh, by the American Red Cross. You can obviously go on their website and find all stuff, uh, all type of, of first aid training, CPR training, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, obviously, this is where your go bag we talked about a couple episodes ago would come in handy with medical supplies and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, very, very important, folks, uh, in, in any type of crisis situation or panic situation, to go ahead, folks, and have those supplies handy. That's what the go bag and all that and the everyday carry bag is for. So, if you haven't if you don't know about that stuff, go a couple episodes back, and I have a whole episode on that kind of stuff. So very important. Uh, also, too, folks, one of the things people don't do, by the way, uh, is they immediately go and try to help people. Uh, it wouldn't hurt to ask a question or two. You know, if you see somebody holding their chest, uh, it may be, you know, you may, I said, before you go over there and throw them to the floor and start pumping on their chest, I know it sounds crazy, but it does happen. Uh, you may want to go over and say, hey, you okay? So that, uh, also too, folks, very important too, uh, a lot of people don't realize this, most people that are having issues, 
don't diagnose themselves properly. So if you see, if you're walking through the mall and you see somebody sitting there on a chair, you know, hunched over, hold over, holding a chest, they're just walking by. You may always say, Hey, you're right, pal. You know, it takes two seconds to ask that. And they may say, yeah, or if they, or, you know, I'm fine. Or if they say, yeah, my chest is killing me and da, 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 you see your sweat. You may want to go over to the next person and say, Hey, you know, you sure you're okay. I'm going to call a hospital. I'm going to call somebody, you know, uh, something little like that can actually save somebody's life. Uh, so very, very important. Go, you know, keep your eyes open. Notice something's going to happen. Uh, you know, if you see, you know, a car accident happen rather than just to keep going, um, you know, you may want to not say you have to pull over, but you may want to just, you know, you know see some you see a tough accident. You may want to say, hey, you know, yeah, you know, can I do anything for you? If you have your go bag with you, maybe, you know, just say, hey, you need anything or stuff like that. Um, you know, you can save somebody's life and life is precious. Another thing, folks, too, like I said, I do want to point out, I talked about it before, but I want to get a little another thing out. Uh, when you do call 911, it's very important to give the information that they need. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, when you call them, um, you know, make sure you give them the address, uh, kind of tell them kind of what's going on. Uh, if you don't know where you are or you're, you're, you're concerned, you stay on the phone dispatch. Dispatcher can help you if you have somebody that's really hurt or really down. Um, you can say, hey, you know, let me... You know, I need to do CPR. Can you help walk me through it? Sometimes they will actually walk you through how to do CPR. So that if you don't know how to do it, uh, you should know how to do it. But if you don't, they will walk you through. Like I said, very important. You know, take you know, you know, the first aid class is very important. Everybody, I think everybody, everybody should know how to do CPR. It should be a must, in my opinion, personally for everybody. You should all know. Everybody, anybody listening to this, you know, how to do CPR. If you don't know how to do, it, right now, go on YouTube and watch how to do it. Okay. Very, very important. Know how to do CPR. It's so important. Uh, another thing, too, folks, um, you know, one thing you should do if you have, um, and I think if you have an, an iPhone, I think there is a way to do it as well on Google. Um, one thing you should always do is is have the emergency contact stuff set on your phone. Uh, I do find it's very important because uh, I've, I've heard of several situations and I've been in one uh, where I was actually able to get the person's emergency contact information from their phone. Now, I know if you set the emergency contact information on your phone, I know, yes, if I pick up your phone, I can hit that and I can get an emergency contact. Even if your phone is locked, you can get the emergency contact information from it. I know people are a little bit hesitant about that because it's like, oh, somebody can get my number, somebody can get my address. I know. I know. But... Uh, in a crisis situation, that information is invaluable. Um, and I've actually had a situation where I was able to pick up the person's iPhone and get the contact info and call his wife right away for him. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't have his phone because he was incapacitated and I was able to call his wife. So uh, I know uh, some people are like, oh, it's evasion of my privacy. Um, I know it is, but um, in an emergency situation, uh, that information can be uh, extremely valuable to have. And since mostly everybody has a cell phone, everybody knows how to do it. Uh, like I said, if, it's, if you have your phone locked, it's right in your lock screen. I hit that and I can get your emergency contact info. And your phone, I mean, again, I can't get any order. I can't read your email. I can't, you know, text message a friend of yours. I can't do anything. All I can do is get the emergency contact info. So, um, I know some people are saying, well, if my phone's locked, then you can get the emergency contact. I know. I know. But... It's the only information I can get. If your phone's locked, it's the only information I can get. I can't get read your email. I can't read your text. All I can do is get emergency contact. Very, very important. Um, that information can be vital if you have. Also, two folks, uh, if you're not a techie person, some of you aren't. I know that. Some of you still use flip phones and all that kind of stuff. But um, if you are somebody that's into that, uh, I would strongly recommend, folks, uh, to save time in a situation 
have um, contact information, phone numbers of at least a couple other people. Uh, I had a situation a while back. My friend's a nurse, and she was telling me that uh, they found looked through the guy's wallet, and um, you know he had his wife's number in there, and they were able to call her. And she got there uh, merely a couple minutes before he died. Um, if she had a call, had his license, she would have called the police. They would have hunted him down, all that kind of stuff. So. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but the, but having that information available to somebody who's helping you, especially if you're incapacitated, uh, could be a big thing. So it's not much. Take a sticky. If you don't have it right now, I'm telling you right now, right, listen to the show, take a sticky note out, write your name of somebody, write your phone number, put it in your wallet, and write around the piece of paper, emergency contact, and put it in your wallet. I can tell you right now, um, twice I've heard of this. A friend of mine that's a nurse says this has been a big help to her. So uh, very important. And if you never need, hopefully you never need to, you never need to use the paper, but at least if you do it there. So again, really important. Uh, another thing, folks, you should always wear an emergency, uh, wear a medical ID tag. Uh, if you have any type of health issues, uh, it's very important. Um, if you're a diabetic, you definitely should be wearing it. If you have heart problems, you should be wearing it. Uh, anything that could have uh, any, any, if you have any kind of a condition, medical response team should be aware of. Such as the most important one, I think, is diabetes, um, because my, uh, you know, my mom and dad are both diabetics, and um, you know, somebody having a sugar low is is really, really dangerous. And if they have that on, somebody as soon as they see it knows what it is. They can go ahead and and you know put a little sugar, a little honey on their tongue. Maybe give them a little um, Lawrence juice. Uh, the people that are coming from Merch Medical know to give them glucose instead of you know they know it's not a heart attack. It may just be a sugar low. So very very important. Uh, if you do have somebody with a medical illness like that, you should always always uh, give them medical braces. They're free. Uh, they can wear it around their neck or they can wear it around their wrist or whatever they prefer. Uh, beware, things like diabetes are important. Certain allergies are very, very important for them to know. They have certain, and the way these work is, folks, there's all different colors and all different symbols for them um, that, you know, that they know. Uh, you should, you know, any type of uh, allergies, like I said, uh, epilepsy, you should always have that on if you have epilepsy so that they know. Uh, certain seizure disorders and a lot of other medical conditions. Uh, a medical ID tag, uh, you know, can provide this information uh to anybody that's unavailable, and like I said, it's not giving up any of your personal information. All it's saying is, you know, if it's if it's a certain color, oh, you have diabetes. If it's this color, oh, this person has a heart problem. Look, it's red. Uh, you know, this person has epilepsy. Look, it's got this little symbol on it. So um, all it does is is give them if you're incapacitated, it just lets them know. And like I said, it, it's something you can wear around your neck, something you can wear around your wrist. You can even leave it on your keys. Not the best place for it. it should be on you, where it's visible, wrist or neck. But again, it, it can it can help help out quite a bit. They're free. They don't cost anything. You can get it from any any drugstore. Usually, give them to you, or uh, you can get a mail to you free on the uh, off the internet. So, um, you know, it's very very important. Uh, you know, most medical response look on a person for these things too. That's the other thing why it's important. They'll actually look um, to see, especially you know, in certain disorders. Uh, like Tourette's, autism, dementia, anything like that, um, they have different ID tags for those as well. And like I said, they actually do look for these. Another thing, folks, too, um, talk about crisis situations. If you have an elderly person um, with mental, with any type of mental issues, uh, you know, Alzheimer's, dementia, stroke, any of that, um, it's very, very important. Uh, get them a wrist bracelet or or some type of a tag around their their neck. Uh, necklace, and they do have very decorative ones. Too. I know some people say, oh, "I don't know, it looks like a hospital bracelet." Uh, they have very decorative ones that you can get them that don't look more like jewelry than they do, you know, hospital stuff. 
Um, but if you put that on, have them wear the bracelet 24 hours a day or have them wear the necklace. Um, I had a friend of mine who, um, what they did was she wore a cross all the time, very beautiful cross, by the way. Um, and what they did was they actually got the medical uh, ID tag with uh, her information on it and they put it with the cross. So, um, you know, it looks it looks fairly decorative. Um, they even if you want if you do want to spend a little money, they do have companies that will send you really discount silver ones or gold ones if you want to make it look more decorative. They're very decorative. Uh, you know, it's important, but the uh, but you know they do have that, so it's very very nice. And uh, you know, at least this way, got vision is lost. Got bid, you know, Alzheimer's patient that gets lost. Uh, person can look at their ID tag and know who they are. Or God forbid, somebody stops them. Uh, they you know and say, hey, were you sure? Okay, I don't know where I'm supposed to be. You know, if they look at their necklace, they'll say, oh, hey, you're supposed to be here. If they look at their wrist, oh, hey, I know where you live. Follow me back. So all those are very important things to have too in an emergency situation. I know, I know, especially if you are on the other end of it. Um, I know myself. My grandmother had Alzheimer's. Uh, she never was able to. She never got in the house. But um, uh, I know a couple times we had a couple friends of ours that the, uh, being the family, uh, knowing that they're out there and they do have something on them that uh, they can send it back to you. You know, very important. And as well, folks, if you have a pet, uh, I know obviously pets are not as important as people. I know, but they do are part of your family. Uh, always make sure your pet has their ID on them and all that because God forbid your pet gets lost. Uh, this way, you know, they can go ahead and, um, you know, they, they know where the pet belongs. You know, uh, you know, at least somebody with Alzheimer's and they can actually talk to somebody while your pet can't tell them where to live. So uh, your pet, if you have a pet, give them a little collar, a little name tag on them. They can always get back to you. Same thing goes for your pet. Uh, very important. Uh, tons, there are tons of folks, tons of stuff folks we can talk about uh, with emergency situations. Uh, there's just so many things to talk about. Uh, medical, we can go over medical stuff too. And that can be another podcast talking about all different different medical things we can do with stuff like that. Um, there's so many things to talk about, uh, how to handle bleeding. There's all, there's all type of type of stuff you talk about when it comes to medicine or, or all that kind of stuff of we can do an emergency situation to help somebody. That's a whole nother podcast. I'm actually thinking about getting a friend of mine. He actually is a first responder. He, he knows all about first aid and how to, what to do in, situations of that so i'm thinking of having him on maybe sometime to work with us uh so he can tell us a little bit more about what to do in certain situations this way we'd all be a little more educated on what to do i'm only giving you the basics right here of what to do in an emergency situation but um there are uh, millions of other things you can do to help somebody uh if you're familiar with me- uh first aid and uh, first responding medicate medicine and all that kind of stuff but um, that's a whole nother show. Uh, but like I said, folks, I do want to say, like I said, you can find all of our information at our website, survivalistpodcast.org, our uh, Twitter at uh, survivalistpod, and our Facebook at facebook.com slash survivalistpodcast. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening, and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you very much.